Hello, and welcome back to the Water Globe Podcast. We're your hosts, Indigo and Ben. And today's episode is on anger. Yep, we're getting angry. Raw rage. It's okay to rage. It is. It is. But like, I don't know. I, you don't want to like project it outwards to people, you know? Right. You don't want to make your anger everybody else's problem. Right. Exactly. And that's that's not easy to do, you know, like when you don't have a proper handle on your emotions like if you are working towards emotional maturity properly handling your anger is probably a big one to focus on yes yes i mean that's been pretty huge for me lately you know oh yeah 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 i mean uh, i've historically had a bit of a problem with suppressing it Mm -hmm. yeah not allowing myself to feel anger yeah and it's so important to allow yourself to feel those denser emotions that you maybe rather not feel. Like, nobody likes to be angry. Nobody likes to be sad, depressed, all those things. Right. But it's necessary to feel them if you want to release them, transmute them into something more beneficial, lighter, and easier to manage. Yeah, exactly. And you know, in, in my experience, it's like if, whenever I haven't uh, actually allowed myself to feel and express anger... It just kind of sticks around. Right. And it gets bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And, you know, it's not that I stay angry. It's that, like, I don't know. I know this, like, kind of gets into, like, the woo-woo mystical kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. It's it's like there's, like, an energy bundle of anger that just, like, sticks around in your body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it'll just stay there. Yep. Like a big dense ball of yuck yep exactly and the more you refuse to look at it the more difficult it's going to be to to figure out how to get rid of it right right and you know it's not exactly something that's healthy to hang on to because it can start causing like like physical problems right not only is it gonna weigh down on you emotionally spiritually and energetically but physically you could end up getting very very sick Mm mm-hmm yep and that's definitely happened to me before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've been dealing with... You You released some suppressed anger just recently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to do, like, um, this, like, whole huge thread on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just this morning. <laughs> About releasing the anger. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you just got to get it out. Right. You know? Yeah. And you, you don't like doing stuff like that. But yeah, no. It, it, the difference just... You know, this is a great example of of a healthy way to express anger. Like before he did that thread, he was feeling really weird and kind of icky and bogged down and just off. Yeah. And And, and lots of depression, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You weren't doing too hot. Yeah. And it's because he was denying angry, like anger. He was mad at somebody and did not want to be honest with himself about being mad because he didn't want to be mad. Right. But as soon as you wrote that thread and, and released it, it was mm-hmm. like my chipper, happy, you know, energetic <laughs> boo was back and it was nice. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible, mm-hmm. you know? It really is. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, it, I don't know, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes, like, where 
certain things come from. Like, you know, I'd been like kind of struggling with that depression stuff on and off for a while and like feeling off and like just feeling like generally poopy. Yeah. Yeah. For a a hot minute. And I just couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of like let my mind wander while I was driving back from the store. And I was just like, geez, I am really, really, really pissed off about this thing that I thought that I was totally fine with. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you ended up angry about something that you really thought you had no problem with. You were just like, oh, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, what it is. But apparently it wasn't what it was. (laughs) You needed to look into it. Yeah, exactly. And it's incredible because, like, as soon as you acknowledged that you were allowed to be angry and mm-hmm. you expressed that anger, it was like, poof, gone. Yep. Yeah. And he had been carrying it for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. I had, like, what, a month and a half? Yeah. Something like that. And, you know, there's all these, like, new rules or whatever. I don't know. People, people are like, you're not allowed to feel angry. You're not allowed to be mad. You're not spiritual if you're mad. Well, then I guess I'm not spiritual because I'm a human who experiences normal human emotions. Exactly. And anger is one of them. Mm -hmm. And this whole idea that we are not supposed to feel angry or we're not good people if we get angry or anything like that, it's so toxic. It's not healthy at all. Yeah. Suppressed anger can turn into dangerous levels of rage, Mm -hmm. uh, deep deep depression like people yep. can end up really in a dark space as a result of not allowing themselves to feel anger right right it's like you know it's it's, it's part of uh <laughs> just part of being human you know right and uh, we're allowed to feel it yeah yeah exactly it, it's like it, it's just it's kind of wild to me um it's like i don't know like um like if you if you step on a dog's tail and he like gets like barks at you, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. You don't punish the dog for that, right? You're just like, oh, oh shit, my bad. Yeah, you know, right? Even if it was exactly. an accident, you you don't get mad at the dog for reacting in a completely normal and healthy way, right? To something exactly. that wasn't particularly cool, right? <laughs> you know, nailed it. Yeah, and but but it's like I don't know. It, it's just weird to me how like people. A lot of times, people give animals more leeway than humans. Right, they, they, yeah. They treat animals better than people. Right, yeah. And it's just it's, it's just weird. Um, right, we should be extending that same uh, kindness and compassion to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you wouldn't beat a dog for or a cat for expressing anger... Uh, mm-hmm. you know, as like you were saying, as a result to something that naturally would make anybody angry. So why are we doing it to each other emotionally exactly. and verbally? Mm-hmm. Like if you get mad, take a minute, allow yourself to feel the anger, allow yourself to figure out what exactly made you angry and express it not at somebody. Like if you need to punch a punching bag or go work out or, you know, scream even, scream into a pillow, whatever, Take the time to process and allow yourself to feel it and then address the issue that actually made you angry kindly and compassionately with what wh- whoever made you angry. Right, 
Right. When you react from an emotional response or reaction state to a trigger, you end up destroying things. You could mm-hmm. cause trauma in the other person. You could burn a bridge that you really wish you hadn't, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's worth it to have respect for yourself as well as the other person to nurture the connection and have an honest and open conversation about it rather than just punching each other in the face. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. verbally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's like communication is important, you know? Absolutely. Just being able to, being able to just honestly say like, I'm angry. And, you know, I, I feel anger towards this thing, you know? Right. And, you know, like, I don't know, we, we've had a couple of things where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I felt angry about something that you did. And, you know, I I tell you, but I also tell you that, like, I'm not telling you to not do that thing anymore. I'm just expressing that this is how I'm feeling, you know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And because I love you, I generally try to adjust my behavior or my reaction or response or whatever it is as I can. But if it's something I do naturally, I'm just like, well, I guess I won't do it around you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. like, or, it, like a lot of times it's just like because of like, you know, mental associations. Right. From like, you know, past traumas and stuff. Absolutely. So, you know, there, there's, there's always solutions, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. As long as, you know, as long as two people are willing to work together and work right. through stuff, then, you know, you can work through anything. And that's the key is that two people have to be willing to work together and communicate. Right. Like, right. You've had moments where you've had anger outbursts that were unpleasant mm-hmm. and, you went and you took a minute and you calmed down and then we you you had enough you have enough respect for me and for yourself to take a minute to to allow yourself to feel it and then have a conversation with me about it a calm cool from a calm cool and collected state like right. both of us have done that yeah where we're just like Rah! i'm gonna take a minute and go cool off and then we're gonna talk about this right right That's a huge difference between allowing yourself to feel anger and just using anger as an excuse to lash out. Right, exactly. Which pre-healing, we kind of did that. Not We never lashed out at each other or attacked each other, but like you would get mad and then I would get mad that you were mad and then you would get mad that I got mad that you got mad. (laughs) And it was just like, what? Luckily, that rarely ever happened but yeah and even then we were were both just like yeah we need to figure out how to not do that anymore yeah exactly our moments of anger were nothing compared to what it's been in other relationships (laughs) it's just like you know what i'm mad at you fuck you i'm gonna go try to not be mad at you (laughs) right (laughs) yeah you know sometimes um i think that that like the you should always be chill programming is like so, so detrimental in right. a lot of ways. And you can make it to a point where you can like zen out like that. I, I believe you can anyway. At least I've been in that state for an extended period of time before. Yeah. Came back to feeling some anger here and there afterwards. But I do believe that you can make it to that zen state, but not if you're not willing to feel the emotions now. Like, right, right. You have to process the anger, feel the anger, and figure out how to work with the anger before you can get to a state where something that would normally anger you makes you laugh or, mm-hmm. you know, chill out. 
Right, exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of it, like, it depends on, like, the cause, I guess. Yeah. Like, some things we get angry about just because we, like, I don't know, we get butthurt about something. Or, like, we, we have some kind of, like, mental associations or trauma or something like that that, like, triggers some old shit. You know? Oh, yeah. A great example of that is like sometimes you have expressed to me a painful truth. Like mm-hmm. he wants to be both of us are very open and honest and transparent about how we feel, even if we know it's going to hurt the other person's feelings because we want to be the best versions of ourselves for ourselves and for each other. Mm-hmm. So like he has expressed something to me that he knew would hurt my feelings in, from a state of love. And it triggered me. And I immediately went into defense mode when Mm -hmm. and got angry when it's a mental association because of the trauma associated with that behavior. I immediately felt attacked and Mm -hmm. was like, oh, no, (laughs) you know, but having awareness of that, I was able to get to a place where you could express something that would normally make me angry, unjustified anger. And I'm like, oh. That's what that was. Right. Wow. You're not actually being mean to me. You're, you're, you know, but the mental association when somebody says something that is hurtful is, oh, you're obviously intentionally trying to hurt me. Right. And that would make anybody angry mm-hmm. if they didn't have the awareness to be like, oh, this person obviously isn't the kind of person who would do that. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, and you know, so, sometimes, um, I don't know, like if somebody like walks up to you and like punches you in the stomach and you get angry, justified. that's, that's totally justified and totally normal. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <You know>? exactly. <laughs> I don't, I do not consider it a moral failing to get angry about, you know, some uncool bullshit. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to be angry like this. Oh, this programming that we're not supposed to feel these things is so it's just. I don't know. I could see. Could you imagine an entire population with uh, re- suppressed rage because they won't allow themselves to feel it because everybody around them is telling them that they're not a good person if yeah. they get angry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be horrible. I've been around that a lot. It's not pleasant, right? At all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, one of the things that really I, I find re- kind of kind of amusing is like how often. The, the whole like you you should never be angry stuff is like supposedly backed up with like Zen philosophy. Yeah. Like the whole you should just let things be as they are, right? Right. Well my and anger like, is as it is. Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly what I was gonna say. I'm like, you know, how dare I extend that to myself? Right. It's like I am just going to let me be myself. Exactly. And if you don't like it, you could fuck off. Yeah. Like yeah. it's really not that that complicated mm-hmm. yeah it's like you know getting mad at a rose bush you know c- condemning a rose bush for having thorns you know right it's like it, no it it that's supposed to be there right if you want the beauty of the rose then you got to risk the thorn yeah or find a different flower yeah <laughs> if you can't handle thorns then go play with a sunflower or a daisy yeah yep exactly <laughs> yep we had, yeah yeah, it's just it's it's really fascinating to me. Like when uh, when when uh, you take some of these like partial half teachings 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and you bend them to. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's really. To back up some bullshit. Yes. And make yourself. Yeah. Justify <laughs> shitty behavior. Yeah. yeah. Or, or just, you know, justify condemning other people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This person's obviously not actually spiritual because they got mad. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> I, I, I'm fairly certain it's n- a normal human thing. Yeah. To feel these things and to do these things. It's it's so weird how like the modern spirituality and stuff seems to be condemning the human experience. Yes. Altogether. Yes. And it's like we came here to be human. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like you guys can go pretend to be aliens and, and you know, angels and what whatever it is you guys do um, over there. But I, I'm going to continue the human experience and weaving in and out of the higher realms and the lower realms because I that's that's the experience I want to have. I'll respect your right to do your thing. You respect our right to do our thing. Yeah. It's 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 really funny how how often that uh, I hear that I hear that that particular group of people being like, you know, repeating things like the only way out is through, right? Right. And it's like if you actually want to transcend the limitations of being human, maybe you should actually lean into it. Right. Allow yourself to actually be human first. Right. Oh, and, and it's can't it, have that. Yeah. No three yeah. D allowed. Yeah. That. That was something that just kind of blew my mind when I had my uh, Kundalini awakening. Right. It's like, you know, the, all of this talk about like, you know, your energy body and like how it's like, like um, above, like sort of like above your physical body. Right. right. Like the, like the physical body is the lower form and the energy body is the higher form and all of this. And you have to transcend the physical body and all of this stuff. What? Yeah. Yeah. They say that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've heard a lot of that stuff. Uh, like, it, it, it was it was kind of fascinating because when I when I had my Kundalini awakening, um, the only way to actually feel that stuff is to actually pay attention and tap into your physical this, body. Yeah, th- th- I'm sitting. I'm sitting here like kind of in shock. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. yeah. They think that it's literally outside the body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh whoa! No, I, I, you. You can feel your energy physically. Mm-hmm. So that means that it's either in your body or overlaid your body or extends outward from your body. Like, or it's all the same. Or thing. it's all this. Yeah, exactly. I guess yes. that's maybe that's. Oh, I wonder if that's like once you awaken, it comes because you remember it comes into your body. Like, I don't know. A lot of my memories that I can access pre awakening, it, it was like from the third person, like watching outside my body, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So maybe it's like back then I was watching from my energy. I don't know. Maybe it's separate and then you unify it when you access unity. I don't know. But I've never heard that before. Yeah, I heard a lot of that kind of stuff when I was like trying to look into it and figure out how that stuff worked before I actually had the experience. Right. You right. Know, I had been curious for a long time and, you know, I did a lot of reading and trying to figure out what people were saying about it and uh, heard a lot of what turned out to be absolute hot garbage. Bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's interesting because like my experience has been from personal experience. Mm -hmm. I took a class with a shaman and that was about it. Like I've seen some memes, some chakra memes (laughs) and 
you know, whatever. But majority of what I know now has been from personal experience. So that's why mm-hmm. like finding out that people uh, think that it's not spiritual to be angry or um, deny the human experience. All that stuff is very like weird to me. Mm-hmm. Because that hasn't been my experience. My experience in accessing the higher frequency has been, like you said, to jump headfirst into the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like mm-hmm. all these teaching, all these spiritual things are teaching to reject the human form and the human experience when my person, maybe that works for some, but my personal experience was to dive in. Yeah. It, once you fully embrace being human, it's like, whoa, it's like mm-hmm. being an alien almost. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's it's really fascinating. Like so much of uh like I, I guess the more trendy spirituality type stuff is like very anti human. It's it's a very <laughs> Which is just weird it's really to me. Weird. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's like I don't know, a lot of talk about like the higher self, right? Right. Um when I when I first started kind of like feeling and understanding and kind of like hearing my higher self, I was like shocked as hell. Because, right, yeah, you know, the uh, kind of the the way it's presented in in most circles is like you know sort of like this placid angelic. Yeah, being. no, and Mm-mm. you know, my higher self is like. My higher self is like this, like snarky, borderline asshole, total slut. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, there is nothing politically correct about any of the higher selves that I've heard or experienced. Like yeah. I've heard other people's higher selves. I've heard mm-hmm. my nothing politically correct about it, which is it's so funny because the idea, the expectation that your higher self is this pure angelic thing is what keeps what was keeping me from being able to hear it. Mm-hmm. Cause I would hear some like fart joke and be like, well, yeah, that's not obvious. <laughs> no, it was, it actually was like your higher self will use whatever they know will get your attention mm-hmm. to talk to you. And there is nothing politically correct about it Yeah, at all. Yep. I laughed so hard when I realized that. I was like, whoa, they have been teaching this shit wrong as hell. Yes. You know, whenever I've gone through like some of those like really dense bad spaces, you know, I have a lot of times people will like suggest I try to talk to my higher self, try to get some guidance and stuff like that. (laughs) And every time, every time, every time I have my higher self, it's immediately just like, like, more clearly than I have ever heard it before. It's just like, ah, oh, you're just being a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it will do stuff like that. Like you're yeah. doing it to yourself. Yep. Figure it out. Exactly. Can I get some guidance? No, I've already sent you like 30 signs and a bunch of synchronicities. You got to figure it out on your own. Yep. I mean, mine didn't even do that anymore. It's just like, nah, you already know. You're just being a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're exactly. doing it to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's it. Yeah, the whole idea of like purity, uh, that whole word is like totally misrepresent, misunderstood in the spiritual community. Mm-hmm. Purity is not like good, uh, and and you never do bad, and you don't curse, and you don't. No, purity is authenticity. 
Mm-hmm. And if your authentic self is a slut that wants to like hook up with 500 people and, and cusses and eats meat or farts all the time or whatever, whatever society has deemed is not pure. If that's who you truly are and you embody it and you own it, you're pure. Yep. Period. Yeah. And you know, like in like, I guess like, um, material, um, uh, ways of thinking, like, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I used to be when I was younger, I was like really weirdly obsessed with purity. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you were, but, but probably because of my wacky fundamentalist Christian upbringing. Right. But I was like super obsessed with the idea of purity and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> I also like I had minor OCD and my mom was a neat freak germaphobe. Uh, weird combination. Right. But anyway, I was like super obsessed with the idea of purity until I finally came to terms with the fact that basically anything in its pure form will kill you. Yeah. Almost anything like pure oxygen will kill you. Yep. If you breathe pure oxygen. Nope. You're going to die. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So this idea of purity, that also needs to go. Yes, yes. And if your authentic self is a raging asshole and you're angry all the time, you're pure yeah. if you embody and own it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it like it's, <laughs> uh, back back again to that like, you know, sort of zen philosophy of like let things be what they are, including you. Exactly. Let you be who you are. Exactly. And you know, if there's something about yourself that you don't particularly like, you can either figure out how to change it or figure out how to stop not liking it. Right. Exactly. And that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. Like if there's something about yourself that you can't actually change, then change how you look at it. Like if you don't yeah. like it, learn to love it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And most of the time, in my experience, the best way to start working on uh, changing something about yourself that you don't like is to accept it. Yep, I know about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> that's that's not the fun part. I've all. dealt with that with body image issues. You know, mm-hmm. being a female, you got to be, you know, certain. You got to look a certain way to be accepted. Uh, or I love that noise. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, and and I was having a. Di- I I worked out every single day. And was eating right, cut out all sugar, cut out all car, you know, whatever. Yeah, did all, did whole, tried all the thing. Yeah, yeah. Tried all the different diets and just was having a very difficult time losing the weight after having a baby. Yeah. And I was getting so frustrated because I was working so hard to drop this weight. And I finally figured out, okay, I need to just accept and love my body as it is. Like, I'm doing all I can. I'm having a really difficult time losing the weight. So what haven't I tried? I haven't tried just loving my body as it is. And I'm mm-hmm. still in that process. I still struggle with it sometimes. But it's like, if you can't change it, accept it, love mm-hmm. it, embrace it, do what you can. And with certain things, it's a little more difficult than others. Mm-hmm. But yep. yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I've I've struggled with a lot of that. <laughs> over the past few years oh yeah um just like accepting who i am right yeah as as like 
love yourself as is. Mm -hmm. And if you can learn to love yourself as is, even wanting the changes, even wanting to make changes in your personality, in your lifestyle, in your body, whatever, then the changes will come much more fluidly and quickly. Like I was dropping weight really fast once I accepted and embraced my body as it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like um, for me, it's, it's been kind of a process uh, with, with a lot of that stuff. Like, you know, um, I, I, I used to struggle really bad with like, um, you know, kind of at the beginning of this like journey, I guess. Uh, right. With like, you know, the whole issue of resistance, right? Right. Um, you know, that you should just like, flow and accept things right and, exactly yeah you know, i would resist things internally because you know sometimes uh, there's a lot of like subconscious processes going on right a lot of like subconscious programming some like mental associations that aren't exactly clear what they are um and so you know resistance happens um but then i, I kind of learned how to just kind of accept my own unacceptance Right. Yeah. And even then, even doing that. Easier. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because then I'm not, I'm not fighting the resistance anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And instead, you allow it to flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just kind of like allowing the resistance to happen anyway, and then just like trusting yourself to work through it. Exactly. Is has has been kind of, kind of a big step for me. Yeah. It's like you don't need to get the end result right now. Just. Right allow yourself to flow through it and accept the fluidity of change, right? Like, yeah. Accept your, yourself as is, accept that you're in the process of changing mm-hmm. and accept that you will get to where you would, you want to be. Right. Exactly. And, you know, even when I've, even when I was going through like that really difficult period of time with all the depression and stuff, I was just like, I feel like absolute hot garbage, but I'm weirdly okay with it. Right. Because I know know it's temporary, you know? Yeah. It sucks, but I'll get through it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that that makes it a lot easier, I think. Just kind of like rolling with stuff. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Circling back to anger, we rambled a little. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I think like also it's important to understand one, like we've talked about before, you're allowed to just be angry, Mm -hmm. just allow yourself to feel the anger and then release it. But sometimes anger is masking something else, right? Right, right. Yeah. Like for me, I can only speak from my personal experience, but I found that anger was often masking sadness, pain, and fear. Yes. And rather than allow myself to feel the pain or or feel the fear or feel the sadness or or some something i'd really rather not feel i reverse what what's the opposite of transmute like i turned it into something worse in my opinion which is anger right right and it was easier it's so much easier to feel the fire of anger uh than to face something that would need to be healed yeah, yeah, I've I've definitely had that experience too. Like, um, a lot of times for me, like it's uh, also also it uh, masks uh, internal conflict for me a lot yeah. of times. Like, um, 
when a um kind of like uh, there's a conflict between um i guess following my higher self and following um trauma programming right you yeah. know and you know i guess ideas about who i'm supposed to be rather right. than actually just being who i am right yeah 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 if you don't if you don't want anger to be a part of who you are then you'll end up playing make-believe and suppressing the anger mm-hmm. in favor of being who you want to be instead of allowing yourself to feel it and learn how to manage it so that you don't actually express it in a destructive way. Right. 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 And, you know, I think like, like, like you said, like sometimes it's a mask. Sometimes yeah. it's not. Exactly. Sometimes it's just a totally normal reaction to be, to being hurt by something. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. You're right. I like recently I experienced uh, a wound being touched betrayal and mm-hmm. and it hurt really bad and it made me sad because it reminded me of other times when I had been betrayed but I didn't really want to feel that so I got angry and I was just like ah this is you obviously did this it's your fault da, 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 da. you know but mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is if I had healed the wound that it touched I wouldn't have gotten angry because there would be no wound to touch. Right. Right. And and that's, that's kind of the approach I took to, to dealing with anger was like, if something is able to make me angry and I stay in that state of anger, you know, like we were saying before, like you can feel angry, you're allowed to feel angry. But mm-hmm. for my experience, usually there's something underlying there. Usually a wound has been touched if it's a certain brand of anger and if I can find that wound and heal it, the same thing can't piss me off twice. Right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've definitely had that before, too. Like, I don't know. I've, I've noticed um, a lot of times with, uh, I don't know, uh, I've, um, a lot of times uh, there are certain viewpoints that will just make me angry, right? Right. I may not make me angry. I feel anger when I... I'm exposed to certain viewpoints. Um, I don't even want to say it. I, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's uh, but whenever that's happened in the past, it, it's always uh, been because um, there was some way that that particular viewpoint or some uh, variation on it hurt me a lot right. in the past. Yeah, you know, kind of like. Kind of like that whole, uh, like we were talking about earlier with like, you know, misinterpreting, you know, um, Zen philosophy to try to force people into not being humans anymore. Right. Exactly. You know? yeah. It's like that, that used to like make me really angry. Right. Because like that not- was very, cause, cause you know, I, I internalized a lot of that shit yeah. when I first started kind of on this journey. Right. right. So seeing people tell other people to do that. Yeah. Or me. You know, yeah, I get angry about something, and you know, I'm just like, "Hey, look at this hot garbage bullshit!" Right? <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, like, sometimes I just call out stuff. You know, even even if I'm not angry about it, I'll still call out stuff. Oh yeah, um, I, I, I like doing like philosophical ramblings Absolutely. on social media. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, dissecting various uh, philosophies and things like that, and, and it's always like, fun. Yeah, yeah. And- and then, and then I, I guess people be like, you know, you're not allowed to do this, blah, 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 because you're, you're just triggered and all this stuff. You know, just like, no, God. no, you're just, I'm, you know, 
a lot of times initially I would just be like, no, fuck you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, w- I wouldn't say that most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes it would, but like, um, talk about the most, like the worst thing that you could like calling yourself a healer and then be like, you're just triggered. You're projecting <laughs> like what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, but I mean, you know, a lot of times like that kind of stuff would like really make me angry because I had internalized it and it had really fucked me up. Right. Yeah. For a long time. Um, kind, kind of like that, the, the whole, like everything is internal uh, God, uh, yeah. interpretation. And, and like, you know, any, anytime I'm like, you know, um, everything is internal unless it's me. Yeah. Then it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but again, like, I don't know, like I, I have had a serious problem with internalizing stuff throughout my whole life, like making everybody else's shit my fault and my responsibility. And then having a bunch of like really kind of like. I don't know, pretentious douchebags telling me that like me having a problem with anything is all because of me. And I'm just like, thanks. Right. Like, (laughs) fuck you for being human. Yeah, exactly. It's just, exactly. God. But like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) That, that, that kind of stuff used to make me kind of mad. Now I just think it's kind of funny because it is really funny because they end up getting mad. Yeah. Like when you're like, okay, (laughs) sure, 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 sure. All right. Yeah. They're like, wait, you're supposed to be getting mad. Oh, so what was your intention there? Was Mm -hmm. it actually to inform me of your beliefs and your philosophical views and this, that, and other, or was it to try and piss me off? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's always fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, you know, there there've been a lot of things that I used to get like really mad about. Um but it's nice to like, you know, heal that and just not care anymore. Yeah, or that, when that we a lot do, of it's kind of funny. Yeah, it is yeah. It it is really cool to reach a point where things that used to make you rage, you laugh at. You mm-hmm. know you're doing well when yeah. you reach a point where something that used to piss you off, you're just like, <laughs> "Whoa." Yeah. Is that what I look like when I did that? Yep, yep. Yeah, especially when people are trying to intentionally piss you off. Oh, it's yeah. really funny. Yeah. You're just like, okay. All right. Hope you deal with that. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. I've had I've had that a few times, you know. People like intentionally trying to trigger me and stuff. And oh, yeah. just like, oh, okay. Well I gotta show everybody this guy's not spiritual by pissing him off. Well, jokes on you. I believe that feeling human emotion is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, Jesus flipping tables. And stuff. Right. Like, are you saying Jesus isn't spiritual? Yeah. He... Uh, yeah. Or like, uh, speaking of Zen Buddhism, uh, you know Bodhidharma the the founder of Chan Buddhism, which became Zen Buddhism when it went to Japan and merged with Taoism. Right. The guy that started, like, he would, like, fly into an absolute rage all the time over nothing. Like... Right, and it's... Yeah. Allowing yourself... That's the most spiritual thing you could do. Like, being authentic. If you are authentically a raging asshole... Mm-hmm. You're spiritual. This yeah. whole, the whole fucking thing. Oh yeah. God. Her, like there, rules, rules. Yes. But yeah, that Bodhidharma guy, like, I don't know. There's some like wild stories about him. Nobody knows like 
how many of the stories are true or not. Right. There's this like one story about like how he decided to like meditate for eight years straight in a <laughs> yeah. cave. Right. Uh, he went to the Shaolin Temple before it was a, a kung fu place. It was just like monks that did like shamanistic animal dances. Right. Right. And he was a a yogi. Um, and like he he wanted to go into the temple, and they were like no. So he just like went, went into this cave and just like meditated and like they, they said that he was so pissed off about it that he meditated a hole in the back of the wall of the cave. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like, I don't know. I, I've also heard stories that he tried that he kept falling asleep when he was meditating and he got so pissed off that he ripped his own eyelids off so oh, that he Jesus. wouldn't fall asleep anymore. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It was, I, don't know. I was just like, this is the guy that like, started zen so but you know. feeling angry is not zen yeah it's so funny that like the people that say these things they saw it on a meme somewhere mm. they don't actually study the the teachings yeah or yeah. or one step further practice them mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they're just like oh this meme says mm-hmm. that feeling anger is low vibe so you're low vibe if <laughs> if you're angry it's like no no, you're low vibe <laughs> if you suppress anger and let it grow. Yes, yes. Like, oh, God. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I like the, um, I like the um, metaphor of poop, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you just try to hold it in because you don't want to express it, you're going to have some problems. You're going to die. Yeah. You're yep. going to die if you don't poop. Yes, exactly. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's gross, but like, you gotta. Yeah, <laughs> you don't exactly. really have a choice. Sometimes you gotta do shit that you don't want to do. It's yes. poopy, but you know, <laughs> you gotta do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let that shit go. Anyway, yeah, like as far as like the rules go with with spiritual practices, it's just I've gotten to the point where I don't even want to be considered spiritual anymore. I don't oh, yeah. want it. I don't want that label. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to be like, oh, Sharon, you're not following all the rules, bitch. The the spirit the rules for spirituality is like the church, like yeah, Ten Commandments turned into like you're not allowed to have fun, and now spirituality is doing the same thing. It's yeah. like if <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed to be human then I'm not spiritual and I'm fine with that. Yeah, the same. Exactly. Like, okay, bye. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I don't know. I feel like like um, the rules of spirituality, the actual rules, it's kind of like the rules of music, right? Right. Um, like, what music are you talking about? Right, exactly. What, what rules are you talking about? Right. right. I mean, there are certain things that just kind of naturally intrinsically sound better together right but sometimes um i don't know there are certain styles of music that uh deliberately use dissonance right Mm -hmm. like a lot of a lot of styles of music um so i mean it's just it's it's just kind of funny like right like people are like well you have to do it this way and this way and this way and this way right bitch the quickest way to get me to not do that is to tell me i have to uh yeah same (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, I'm just going to go ahead and do whatever I want. Mm, yeah. If that's not spiritual, then thank God yes. I'm not spiritual. Right. And, you know, <laughs> that's not like, you know, 
that's not us like shedding on anybody else's path because like like i said with like music right there, there's there's nothing wrong with like some basic pentatonic stuff because like you know that's how you learn right exactly yeah but like just <laughs> this this whole idea of being like i don't know uh, saying that our path is not spiritual while their path is it, is, 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 it just kind of reminds me of like people being like, well, jazz isn't real music. Right. <laughs> because they use the wrong notes. Right. right? Exactly. That, just, that makes no sense. Right. It's yeah. like, it's a different genre. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if it's not your flavor, then stay in your own lane. Yeah. Like, I'm I hate that phrase stay in your own lane because like all of us paved the whole highway we could just share it but Mm -hmm. it's like if you have a problem with the way this person is doing something then you can go ahead and stay in your lane while the people who are actually like understanding and considerate and believe that everybody can do their thing their own way they could share the highway but you can go ahead and stay in the mama lane by yourself (laughs) yeah and we're gonna have fun, yeah, with none of these dumbass rules. Exactly, yeah. And you know, it, it, that that's something else that's happened a lot. It's like you know, I I I start talking about like, um, I guess my views and interpretations of various flaws in various paths, right? right. Yeah. And a lot of people get like really really mad about it, and they're like, "Oh, you you have to tolerate all paths, right?" Right. And I'm just like, "You're not tolerating mine." Right, exactly. Uh, I didn't say I wasn't tolerating it. Just say that it's bullshit. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, if somebody wants to, that's fine, you know? Right. If somebody wants to get pissed off at me about it, that's fine, too. Yeah, I respect your right to be pissed. Now respect my right not to care. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you the same respect that you you give me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. is like, you know, people can be mad at me if they want to. Like, if, if my path isn't for them, that's fine. Why you would choose to get mad at somebody <laughs> just living their life and doing their own thing, hurting nobody, yeah, not hurting himself, not hurting anybody else, is just, that's a silly thing to choose to invest your energy in. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so, so, uh, occasionally I worry about me doing the same thing, but... I actually like kind of investigate my own motivations on a lot of stuff. Right. Sometimes. Especially like, you know, like I said, I like to dissect and call out stuff sometimes. Right. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, you know, for me, it kind of helps like resolve some stuff. Absolutely. Because like uh, I've like I said, I've, I've had a lot of like weird beliefs and I've internalized a lot of weird shit in the past. Right. <laughs> and um, and it's it like. I don't know, sort of investigating and uh, dissecting things philosophically and logically that helps me to work past stuff that isn't particularly healthy or good for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's your what, way of doing it. Yeah. And it's like, if you have a problem with that, then just stay away. Yeah. And if it helps somebody else do the same thing, that's great. Right. Yeah. That's if like, it doesn't, that's fine too. That's kind of like how I use my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like I use my Twitter to, to work through things, express things and share my own personal experiences and perspective on things. I share it publicly so that other people who it resonates with might see one, it gives permission to them to do the same. And two, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, I'm not alone. Right. And my whole stance on that is that like, if you don't like what I'm tweeting, there's this really, really cool 
or, or posting now that I'm on Facebook too. Like there's this really cool feature that all social media sites have that is really cool. It's called a block button. <laughs> and, you, and when you hit that little block button, you actually will never see that person's content again. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You could just like yeah. blind yourself to that person's entire you know, existence by just hitting that one button. Now, if you don't have the ability to hit that button, how in the world is that my problem? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It is kind of funny. It's just interesting how people go out of their way to look for things that piss them off. Yeah. I mean, but, if they want to, that's fine. Hey, I guess. If that's your authentic self, you embrace it mm-hmm. and you know it and you, that's cool. Yeah. I get it. Some people get off on feeling angry. Yeah. There's like I don't I don't understand that, but that's fine. <laughs> Is uh Yeah. I, mean, ramble, I, I don't ramble. I do not like being angry at all. Yeah, it, I don't either. Although, I don't know. There were, learning how to channel rate anger into sexual energy is very interesting i've enjoyed that that's that's the only time i have ever been like okay i could get down with anger but aside from that no i don't like to sit in anger i have to transmute it Mm -hmm. that's just my personal preference yeah i don't think i could i've never been able to do that actually put anger into into sexual energy oh Mm, that just should try it (laughs) i don't even know how because like it just Jacks up my sacral chakra like right. freaking crazy. Yeah, so it's not <laughs> so everybody's weird. thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, to each their own. You know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Rage fucking <laughs> <laughs> sounds fun. I I've heard good things about it, but I have not really. I don't really have an interest. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, not for me. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's one of the beautiful things about being poly. It's like, I don't mind rage sex. I think it's great. Mm. He doesn't like it. So I can go find somebody else who does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I highly encourage it. So. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So feeling normal and natural human emotions is something that we need to normalize again because this whole, like, you're not allowed to be angry. You're not allowed to be sad. You're not allowed. Like, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Yeah. And it's really important that people uh, embrace their authentic self instead of trying to pretend to be somebody who follows all the rules for whatever area of society or culture or whatever. Like, there's these boxes that people are, like, dying to sit in. Mm -hmm. And the one labeled spiritual has people being fucking assholes, really. (laughs) Yes, yes. They get so mad at you when you don't follow their rules. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you go sit in your box and close the lid and leave me the fuck alone because I'm just going to live my life. Yeah. Which is the most spiritual shit I've ever seen. Yes. (laughs) Authenticity. Yep. Living your truth, even if other people don't like it. That. That's some gangsta spiritual shit. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Not giving a fuck in a society yep. who has conditioned and programmed everybody to think that they are not a good person if they don't care. That's fucking ballsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And man, that takes a lot of courage. Absolutely. You know? That 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 has been kind of the hardest thing for me is like getting to the point where I can be myself and genuinely not care what people say about it 
it's been hot as fuck to watch you step into that too. Like watching you be like, mm, no, don't think I will. I'm just going to do me. Yeah. If you don't like it, you could fuck off. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's like, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm me. I'm becoming more me every day, which is fantastic. And embracing it. And, yeah. and every time you embrace your authenticity more and more, you, you feel that release of pressure, the mm -hmm. pressure to conform, the pressure to be what everybody else wants you to be. Like, yeah. it just, you get lighter and lighter and lighter as you set down the expectations of self, the expectations of others. Mm -hmm. You just, you feel better every single day, every moment that passes when you choose you to be the best you and to stop giving a shit about what everybody else thinks. God, it's so liberating. It really is. It really is. I think that that's kind of like the essence of freedom, you know? Absolutely. Just, being yourself worry about yourself stop mm -hmm. trying to control others and force them to be what you want which is kind of fucked up like i wouldn't want that like yeah if somebody tried to change who i am naturally to be what they want that's fucked up yeah yeah like i'm not going to try to change you to be what i want so leave me the fuck alone period <laughs> right it's right. not that hard yes yes <laughs> exactly so just be your authentic self. Let other people be their authentic self. If you don't like who they are authentically, don't be around them and go be around people who you do like authentic their authenticity. Right. Exactly. It's 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 not like we have a, a shortage of humans. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. I I think I saw something the other day that's like it was, I laughed because it's so funny. It was a tweet from some like verified account that was like in a couple hours, the world population is going to hit 8 billion or trillion or whatever, whatever. I don't know. And I'm just like, my first thought was just like, who counted them? <laughs> like who, who went around and counted heads? Yeah. But anyway, there's 8 billion people. If you don't like one, go find another. Exactly. It's not yeah. that hard. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just leave them alone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Anyway, we should probably wrap this one up. Yeah. It, it was... A little rambly, but you know how we do. Yeah. We just babble yep. and just go you'll catch the, the right information when you're meant to. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Thanks for joining us for our episode on anger. Yes. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Deezer, basically anywhere where you listen to podcasts, you can probably find us. If you'd like to support the show, you can become a patron on patreon.com slash waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at podcast at waterglow.net. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs>